Another Jags podcast episode. Who knows at this point? We took a little break here. I'm joined with Joey. Joey, how's it going? Pretty good, man. What's up, guys? Yeah, we took a, a couple weeks break, but I would say we probably both needed it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, time of year as well. Absolutely. I mean, you know, a lot of the things going around, sickness, illness, kind of a dead period anyways for Jags. News. I mean, I had to watch like every second of XFL football, so yeah. I mean, that takes some time out of your schedule. Did you actually watch any XFL? I've watched... Well, I take that back. I watched nothing until this past weekend. Yeah. And my son wanted to put it on, so I put it on, but I really didn't watch it. Did you watch enough to form like a opinion of it? No, I didn't even care enough to watch it. Okay. I watched a little bit of it. It's it's not bad, you know? It's nice to see a name you recognize every once in a while. I mean, if you don't like basketball and you don't like NASCAR, and you, I mean, it's not bad. Not a bad alternative, you know? Well, the thing is, is like golf's back on now. Yeah, that's So true. at this point, like, I'm, I'm kind of over football for the time being. That's true. I so, need a break from that. I like to watch golf on Sundays. Yeah, I did. I did watch a little bit of the, the was it the Puerto Rican Open? Is that what it was? Uh, Mexican? Mexican Open? Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's well, a good one. You know, I did play a round of golf this weekend, so you could consider myself a pretty I much think Jason golf is now, now fully rounding himself out <laughs> as a sports fan. He's a golf fan as well. So we got well, the Honda Classic coming up this weekend. Who, who's your pick? Oh, man. Uh, on the spot. Um, man. It's a tough one because, you know, out of the top, like, 20, there's only, like, eight, nine players playing, so. Ooh. I don't, I don't is know. Bro Kepka playing? Yes, he is. Say, okay, yeah, that's right. That's who Jason's taking. <laughs> yeah, Kepka. That's that's my that's my. You know, I I didn't in our little pre conversation before the podcast. I didn't talk to Joey or brag about how I sunk a twenty yard chip on par four this week. Oh, so that's why you're a golf fan. Yeah, I am. that makes sense. I hit one good, and it was one of those moments where like the entire foursome was standing on the green watching it happen oh, in slow nice. motion. That's how golf gets you, man. All you need is one of those <laughs> hey, around, hey. and you're like, hey, there's, there's a chance. For that moment, I was like, you know what? I could be a pro golfer. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. And then uh, the next hole, you lose a couple balls, and you're brought back to reality. Fair enough. Nonetheless, let's move into some Jag talk. It's been a minute since we've talked Jags, but has I'm been. glad that we're back. We didn't throw anything out on Twitter. Uh, we apologize, but we kind of just wanted to kind of just get back together and talk a little bit of the Jags football. And I would say the biggest news arguably would be that Marcel Darius is getting um, his options getting declined. Team's not picking it up, saving the team $20 million. I mean, it's the biggest news, but is it a surprise? Not at all. And really the bigger question I think for you, Joey, would be what are the chances he gets brought back on a cheaper deal? I think that's up to him, and I think that's up to his injury. I mean, there's been, like, zero talk about the abdominal stuff that went on in the last year. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, he's kind of getting older, right? I mean, he's, what, pushing 30? Yeah, I think he's 30, And yeah. there's been those injuries that, like, don't ever really heal, heal right. I mean, we definitely need him. I mean, when he went out, like, our run defense went to absolute crap, but not for that money. Yeah, I, I would put... So, so, so give us, so give us one. I don't want to steal it from you. What, what are the chances he gets brought back? I don't think so. So not, you don't think so? Very low chances. I don't think so. I mean, he's had the character issues as well. With I won't say it because it's a family friendly show, but I mean, there's been other stuff they've covered up and not really talked about. I, I think they move on from him at this point. 
Yeah, that's true. I don't really think about the off the field stuff that much. It just seems like a scenario where it makes sense for both the team and for Darius to come back on a cheap deal. I mean, even if he gets like a four one year four million dollar deal, I mean that kind of works for both players. I mean, he could work. I mean, he could go to the open market and does probably he make get twice a, that on the open market though. I don't know. I don't know if he does. For a one or two year deal, I yeah. think he absolutely does. I mean, I don't know if he does. I mean, he's coming off the injury, like you said. He is a good player, but the premium isn't really put on a run stuffing D tackle. You know, yeah. is, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, he, he, could, he, he could probably get a couple million more. I agree. But is it worth it to him to move, change locations, new coaching staff? For another year and then do it again. He may just be happy in Jacksonville. Maybe. I hope so. I mean, he's been solid. I think if we're going to rework a deal, it's going to be Campbell, though. Yeah, let's not get there quite yet. Let's I want to get there about, now. Let's, okay, let's do it. No, then. I'm kidding. Let's do Go it. ahead. Okay. Move on. Let's do it. Clay is Campbell. Um, he's a projected restructure, according to um, Pro Football Talk. What is it? $15 million is what he's on the books for next year? Yeah. So if... If uh, we cut him, we save fifteen million. But we're not cutting him. And he could. I mean, is it? Could you see a scenario where we extend him? We give him an extension for a year, and then so now we're you know we give him an extra million. So now he's on a two-year, eight million dollar deal. I can see that happening too. I he could see, save I mean, the team like seven and a half million next year. If he extends a year. And he's literally, he was the Walton, Walter Payton player of the year. Yeah. A great guy. He's been phenomenal. Is he able to do every down now? No. But and maybe that's why he's okay with taking a little bit less money over the next couple of years. I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, I think it could work out. Um, I, that's the optimistic point of view. I Hopefully think that absolutely they do. happens. He's a Jacksonville guy. Like, he seems like he likes it here. He's got his little show. He's in the community. He's a locker room guy. I, I think he works with the with the team. Yeah, that would be ideal, but I mean I could see him going to Denver, his hometown. To Denver and taking back to Denver? I mean no, I'm if, sorry, he's an Arizona wedding. Yeah, he's from Arizona, but I mean his family's from Denver. I mean I could see him going there and take you know, making the same amount of money, being around family. I, I don't know. I'm just kinda of conjecturing a little bit, but I mean, what does Jacksonville have to offer him is the question. Because it was money. And that's the reason why he's here. But now it's not money. He has a little bit of roots here, maybe. But I don't know. Yeah, It'll be interesting him. to see. I, I hope so. Um, I would say Jeff Swaim gone. Marquise Lee probably gone. Definitely gone. Um, that frees up $34 million on the cap. You which, forgot about Boye. That's part of that $33 million. 30, uh, I don't think that's counted into my $34 million calculation. Well, if you add Boye in, it goes to 46, and then the dead money's like 10, and it's back down to 36. So Boye's definitely part of that package. Okay. Well, hopefully. We'll see. The, the most interesting part, and this is the thing that frustrates me the most, is um, Jake Ryan. Jake Ryan <laughs> is expected to not option get picked up, saving the Jags a million dollars on the cap next year. Um, if I told you we played, we paid Jake Ryan $2.2 million per game he played, would you be surprised? No. I, I, I'm not even sure Jake Ryan is an actual person. Has but, anybody actually seen Jake Ryan? So Jake Ryan played a game and a half. He was on the field. For a game and a half and didn't get a single tackle, not a single pass his breakup. Knee, his knee swelled. He, 
we paid we paid Jake Ryan four and a half million dollars to do absolutely nothing. We did, and we can cut bait at this point and clear cap room. I I, I think he was a good flyer. I don't think so. No, that's kind of what I was going to get at is by saying okay. that I think he was a horrible flyer. What if he had came out and played half the games and done well? We didn't pay him much. We paid him four and a half million dollars yeah, to do four and nothing. Four million dollars is nothing in this league. When when you're a team that's cutting people to save a million here and restructuring to save eight million here, four point, and a half is a lot. That's hindsight. It is hindsight, but it shouldn't. You shouldn't make those mistakes. I'm sorry. Those mistakes. I think that's a minor mis- mistake compared to like the other mistakes we've made. But whatever. He's gone. I agree with that. But how could you look at someone who's coming off of an ACL injury, guarantee him $4.5 million a year? Yeah, I, it I should mean, be like a million-dollar guarantee with incentives. Yeah, I mean, like, that was absolutely. a terrible contract. Okay, I'll agree with that. Is anyone beating the doors down for Jake Ryan? Probably not. We were. And if they would have been, I'm, I'm glad. I wish they would have been because we are not even really getting anything out of him so we haven't even seen him i'm amazed he's even on the field yeah like, like he's like the batman of football players like who is he yeah he's he's he does i mean come on absolutely nothing but it really gets into i think the meat of the subject which is ghana kingakwe according to roto world um they're reporting that yannick kingakwe is requesting 22 million dollars a year for an extension with what like a 50 million dollar bonus i mean i know not that, that matters to anybody because it doesn't yeah. hit the cap yeah. going on but i mean it's but, like it matters to con but 22 million would make him the highest, highest paid, paid defensive end in the league um the a, old- a a a is he worth it b will he get it okay i'm gonna give you two kind of a yes and no on this one He's not worth it because the only stat that he's in the top 10 in in his position is forced fumbles. Everything else, he's outside the top 10. I mean, 10 to 15. He's had a great run. He's a great player. He's a great guy. He hasn't, doesn't miss games. He shows up in shape. I think he's a fantastic football player. But he is not an elite football player, and he wants elite money. Will he get that from somebody else? Probably. Should we pay him? I think we should. And the reason for that is because we have the stigma at this point of not paying our players and not taking care of the guys that we should take care of. So I think from like the eyeball test, we have to pay them. Personally, though, I'd rather give that money to Hoopa. Austin Hooper. Absolutely. Look, I love Ngakwe. I don't think he's worth being the highest paid player in the NFL. I get it. He, he, you know, over the last three years, his sack numbers have been great. They have been. But look. They haven't been great. He's 12th in the league in sacks. Yeah, last year. I mean, I mean, over the body of work over three years, and that's what people are looking at. And you do want to re-sign your homegrown people. I get all that. But $22 million? I mean, that is, a, that's absurd. J.J. Watt's making 18 and a half a year. You're, Demarcus Lawrence is making 21. Frank Clark, 20. Trey Flowers, 18. Cameron Jordan, 17 and a half. D. Ford, 17. Olivier Vernon, 17. All better. Yes. We could have had Olivier Vernon, too. <laughs> That's true. When he was uh, signed with the Jags, uh, thanks to Uncle Chaps, but then he wasn't actually signed. But I, I don't know. I don't think he's worth $22 million. And I've been kind of on the fence about Ngakwe. And here's what I think. 
Um, and I and I get it. Um, I don't think Ngakwe wants to be in Jacksonville. I don't think he does either. I think he wants no part of this Jacksonville team. And I think he's pushing that dollar figure because he doesn't want to be here. He's pulling a Clayus Campbell. Yeah. Um, but he's not worth what Clayus Campbell is worth. He's no. saying, I'll stay here, but you have to ludicrously overpay. Yes. And that's what Clayus Campbell said, and we did, and it was worth it. Ngakwe is saying the same thing. I don't know if it's worth it. I, honestly, like, I think we're the only two people, for the most part, in Jacksonville that think that, which yeah. is crazy. I don't think they should pay him either. I mean, there's that money could be spent other places. And I have an actual, like, crazy, imagine that, off-the-wall idea of how that should be spent. Well, go ahead. You can't. Should we really, like, dive into now. that at this point? Yeah, though? I mean, you got to tell us now. Okay, so here's what I think. That money should be spent on Hooper. Get the tight end. We've got the most draft picks out of anybody in the league. I know we have tons of holes to fill, and that's why I think we should do this. We don't have to worry about quarterback for this year. I think we should take offense positions with almost all of our draft picks. Let the team go out there and lose 45 to 42. Who cares? It'll be fun as heck to watch. We'll figure out what we have with Minshew. We'll figure out if Nick Foles can rebound and be the guy we thought he was going to be. And then, you know what? So we go like six, seven, eight wins. It'll be fun as heck to watch. And then if we go worse than that, we get a great quarterback next year in the draft and get our defensive players. But it'd be fun. I like that. I just don't know if... I mean, I know Hooper is an instant upgrade to your offense. Well, it is, but it's also the the big like the fullest wide receiver draft. Yeah, ever you draft. Okay, let's say there's you, tons of offensive line offensive line as well. Okay, so let's say, let's say hypothetically, and this is just going with your argument, we get Austin Hooper, and let's say we draft a Jerry Judy or a C.D. Lamb with the first pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's say we uh. Get someone with our an offensive lineman with our with our second first round pick from the Rams. Does that offense with those players score forty two points a game? It doesn't. But all you gotta do is average twenty nine points a game to be like Kansas City or San Francisco. Okay, so so I, I guess what I meant was does does that offense like win you six or seven games? It wins you more than that. Look at Kansas City, not last year but the year before. Their defense was horrible. Yeah, but I mean they have players. I mean. I mean, they, they were they're bad, but I mean, they have players, and and they do have the MVP of the league playing quarterback. And honestly, I mean, I, it's different. Minshew is not the MVP of the league. Honestly, I I don't care if they win in six or seven games. We we could win three games, and again, tank for Trevor, and every game will be exciting because we're slinging the ball around and high on offense and getting beat on defense. I don't care. Next year is a wash year. But worst case scenario in in your in your kind of fantasy here would be the it's team fantasy. the it's, team it's wins re- seven games. Minshew plays pretty well. You keep Minshew another year. You're in cap hell again because you went out and signed all these offensive players. And you didn't have go to, out and sign anybody. You signed well, Hooper. That's you know, it. You signed Hooper, then you're gonna have to resign some of your linemen. I mean, what are you gonna do with the offensive line? You're coming up but with you're contracts. draft that as well. You have like eight picks. Yeah, but I mean, if you have a bunch of like young offensive linemen, they're not gonna be able to protect Minshew or whoever your quarterback. I is. I didn't say they're going to be able to. I'm saying next year is a wash. Yeah. Why not get load up on offense, bring in a stud quarterback next the following year if Minshew's not the guy and Foles is not the guy. And get some defensive players at that point. Yeah, I mean the way the league's going, I mean it's safer to bet on your offense exactly than exactly the way the league's your going. Your defense for sure. And we saw just recently with Kansas City and 49ers. I mean the 49ers have a stout defense and a and a marginally good offense, and the 
Chiefs are amazing on offense. Or look and, at the Ravens. I mean, they're typically a defensive powerhouse, and they've gone yeah. the offensive route as well. I mean, it, that that is the way the league's going. We've been behind. I mean, San Francisco's kind of not like that because their defense is absolutely awesome, but we're not there. we got too many holes to fill. We're not going to be able to fix both. So if this year is going to possibly be a, a wash anyway, why not fix the offense, bring in a bunch of receivers, offensive linemen, let them get a year under their belt, see what happens, have fun doing it, and then they'll be a year better next year. Yeah, I mean, you're asking the team to pretty much tank. And this team is in a tough spot right now with fans revolting against the owner, sending games over to London. Is tanking the best strategy right now? I'm asking them to tank in a flamboyant fashion. Okay. It'd be fun to watch yeah. even in a loss. Well, I mean, look at the Browns. Were the Browns fun to watch? They kind of tried well, to do that. Because they had a, a god-awful coach. And... But, I mean, they tried that same thing. Yeah. You know, they tried to stock up on the offense. Right. And they tried to bring in the guys and But they brought in a lot guys. of guys with egos and character issues. I'm talking about young guys. Okay, well, yeah, it could work. It could work, but we see easily that. Oh, it could absolutely it, it, be the worst thing ever. Yeah. I'm just saying I think we're going to stink next year either way. So. And that would be, we'd be in every game and at least it'd be exciting to watch them lose. So you're saying we should flamboyantly tank. That's the... Absolutely. That's, okay. You know, I've never heard that said like that, but I kind of like it. I do kind of like it for sure. We're going to take a quick break here and get a quick word from our sponsors because God knows if our sponsors don't get a word in, then we don't get paid. I mean, we saw from the last it was like It was like a 50% pay cut. <laughs> the last week. I mean, we, Joey and me took a couple weeks off. Um, and, they, and, they, and they let us know. They, they hit our wallets hard, boys. What can we say? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But we are going to let our sponsors get a quick word in, and then we're going to come back with a quick um, second half. And I want to get your opinion on the um, the Jags roster, where it's at, and who are some potential upgrades to the roster. So sit tight, and then we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to another Jags podcast. I think episode 105. I kind of was like looking around, and I think that we might be at 105, but I'm not 100% sure. Fairly certain you just made that up. (laughs) That's true. I could definitely be it. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Twitter. We are at another Jags pod. Instagram, we're at another Jags podcast. Make sure to follow our YouTube channel. Um, Just search another Jags podcast. You can watch Joey and me in all of our glory. However, I do think on this episode, I did forget to record the first half of the episode. It happens. So we may not put this one up, but the most of them are up and from the past and the future. There's quite the archive. Yeah, make sure to subscribe and all that. Um, it's always nice to hear from you all. So give us your feedback and your comments and things you want to talk about. We're usually a pretty fan interactive show. Yeah, well, we need to get back to that. Like, We've really, gotten lazy because we just haven't done any episodes. Yeah, and, uh, we have. We've just been kind of... I mean, I don't even know what's going on in England right now. Like, how are our England peeps doing? I have no clue. Honestly, I have to, like, follow our boy P-Jack. I mean, just, he could have gotten bit by that weird, random moth... Centipede. Centipede thing. Whatever. And be dead right now. We have no idea. Yeah. And that's on you, Jason. No, no. I mean, it's soccer season. It's soccer season. <laughs> uh, or football season, Footy. I would say. So, I mean, I can't blame them. Now, they're in full swing for their thing. And uh, we're full swing XFL. We all have our due diligence. <laughs> Can you name an XFL team off the top of your head? Yeah, the Houston Roughnecks. Roughnecks. Leading the league 3-0 right now. They're only the, like, the only legit team in the league. I, I, I'm a Renegade fan, and that's only because there's like a popular song out right now called Renegade, and every time I see it, I just think of Renegade. So they're my team. <laughs> that was great. 
All right. Um, we talked. We teased at the beginning of at the first half, first segment. Um, we talked about like where the roster's at and some things we can do to upgrade and some things that did happen um, over the last week. Is the Jaguars did exercise the team option for Chris Conley and Jared Wilson, meaning that they will be coming back to the team next year. So, Joey, give me your thoughts on that. Uh, just off the top of your head, what what you thinking? What you thought when you saw that? No, I was I was happy with it. I mean, I think both those players have proved themselves to be pretty bargain players in their positions. Conley flashed at wide receiver, especially late in the season. I think he's a solid guy to bring back. Um, and J.A. Rod, I mean, that guy balled out last year. I mean, and we're not paying him anything. I mean, what? Did he lead the team in tackles? He led the team in tackles. He had career high. Uh, he, he, he led the team in total snaps played. Yeah. He had a career high in tackles, career high in interceptions, a career high in snaps played. So, I mean, first of all, he's consistent and second of all he actually does something that a lot of the defense can't do and that's actually tackle people so for us to get him back at that by all means man i mean those are good calls anytime your safety is leading your team in tackles and obviously <laughs> besides like ed reed like obviously ed reed or palomalo right obviously yeah, ain't, got, ain't that guy <laughs> these, these are eight 12 yards deep tackles <laughs> yeah. yeah obviously if those guys are leading your team those are hall of famers um, if Jared Wilson's leading your team in tackles, you probably had some sort of deficiency in your front seven. Uh, yeah, like every say. running back ran through it like a yes. sieve. I mean, you know, but he got there. And admittedly, I can even think back to our safety defensive back preview episode before this season. Admittedly, we both had some pretty big reservations about the position. Well, um, which that's a great segue to how do we upgrade because... That is, we have no starting defensive backs at this point because they're both gonna, one's gone, the other one's going to be gone. I don't know what we're going to do with Bouye. Dude, there, there's no way they're resigning him. Uh, well, I he's think like, he's he, still under contract. Yeah, but if we if we uh, get rid we of him, cut him and save money. Yeah, it's like but, twelve million though, or sixteen million. It's something like stout. But you're going to have to get a corner to play somewhere. I mean, yeah. you have to have a corner somewhere. You have to have a corner on your team. Yeah, I mean, I just saw Pete Prisco just had a mock draft where Jeff Akuda went twelfth. That there's is no completely way. asinine. Yeah, there's no way. That's I cannot happening. believe that he even put that out there. Yeah, but I mean, if Akuda is available to us and if we he's draft, there at nine, we take him. Yeah, absolutely. But that's not happening. No, but look, I mean, you got to have someone there. You got to have someone play, and I mean, like we talked about in the first half of this episode, we're looking at thirty-four million available if Ngakwe walks, then. You're looking at maybe a franchise tag on Ngakwe next year. But do you um, do that? I guess you kind of got to do that. Right? I would. If you can keep him around for $17 million, $18 million He's not going to sit, right? For one year? No, he won't no. sit. There's no way. he would. Do, I mean, we've seen, we've seen that that doesn't work. Now, with, when the new CBA gets signed, will they have something out there for players? Maybe. They probably will. But um, I want to talk about the CBA at the end of this episode because remind me because I'll I will. forget. Okay. But um, look, Jared Wilson. We were admittedly we were hard on him. Uh, he surprised me. He yeah. played well, and you, you got to honor that. And they did. Yeah, that's he did. cool and good for him. Is he elite? Um, well, no. he's good and yeah. he's a serviceable NFL player. And to be on that level is remarkable. Um, and a lot of players can't do it. No, so. and he's solid. And that's yeah. honestly the best I think we can ask of our defense this coming year. Because we're going all offense, baby. According to Joey's strategy, we're going to um, abandon the defense, yep. stock up on the offense, um, and, and, and lose fun. Yeah. Honestly, after a decade of watching what I've watched, I'm cool with that. Yeah. 
And look, look at our it. coaches. We haven't talked about that either, which I think we've kind of missed the ball on that. I mean, we got Gruden coming in. Yeah, Jay Gruden. Um, I mean, yeah. I think we talked briefly about that on our the last episode we did years ago, talking about Jay Gruden. And, yeah, I don't and, remember what I had for lunch yesterday. So that, that's a good point. Yeah. And what about Chris Conley? Chris Conley was a guy who admittedly didn't do as well as I thought he would do, but he's on like one of the cheapest deals yeah. of all time. So, I mean, you... I mean, plus if you break up like the first half versus the second, yeah, first half feel like he really didn't show up. But second half, man, there were there were a couple plays, a couple games. Yeah, he's a he's a four, he's a four or five for uh, sure, and and he's getting paid four or five money, so that's fine with me. Bring yeah. him back. Um, I think you can still draft a guy and plug him in, especially with Marquis Lee probably being gone next year. Um, probably, hundred percent right. being gone. Thank you. So. Um, I'm I'm happy about that, and I think that's an that's an upgradable I agree. position. Okay, so Joey kind of teased Austin Hooper. I'm gonna be real with you, Joey. I don't think that's happening. I think Austin Hooper is a elite tight end yes. going to an elite team, dude. And he's gonna go to a team that he is Super Bowl contenders immediately. You want to talk about overpaying somebody to be in a small market? That should be the only free agent transaction we make happen. Do you remember when Calais Campbell signed with the Jags over the Broncos? It was like a matter of like fifteen million a year versus sixteen and a half. Yeah, and he was admittedly surprised the Jags even offered him that. Yeah, great job by the Jags. Absolutely. I don't think Austin Hooper is the type of player, considering where he's at in his career, where he's going to go to a small market team for a million and a half more. I'm not saying a million. The tight end market is not that big, like as far as money goes. I mean. What's the, the top tight end in the league right now is making what, 10? We can look that up and double check it. Yeah, we'll look I think it it's up. in that range. Yeah, yeah. So 10 versus 22 for Ngakwe? Yeah. And I mean, that's Hooper, a major difference. Yeah. He's, well, had, he's caught 71 balls and 75 balls the past two years. He's increased production every single year, touchdown-wise. I think he went from six to eight. Dude, we, we have to have an elite tight end. All the good teams have him. It is worth mentioning, though, that... Matt Ryan was his quarterback, and Julio Jones was a receiver on the team as well. Not to mention the running backs coming out of the backfield were explosive. I don't know if it's the same scenario. And if it's not the same scenario, are we looking at a Nick Foles type of situation where he played well because he had a lot of good pieces around him? Whereas when he comes to Jacksonville, double teams, targets, sights set on him. Like, I mean, obviously they were double teaming him by the end of the year, but he had injury concerns last year. I mean, Hooper missed like, you know, I want to say he missed six of the last like eight games of the season, and he still caught seventy-five balls, like eight hundred yards. Maybe it wasn't six, eight games. Maybe it was like four games, but, but it definitely seemed like six games on your fantasy being, team. We're not going to get a good one in the draft. In the draft, okay. it's not happening. So what about we're going to roll into the season with O'Shaughnessy coming back from an injury and? Dude from FSU that's... Nick O'Leary? Yeah. He's a free agent. But um, Ian Rappaport came out with a report that um, the Jaguars and the Patriots had approached the Ravens and for a trading for Hayden Hurst. Um, Hayden Hurst, if you can't remember, was drafted in 2018, the same draft as Taven Bryan, uh, taken a few picks before by the Ravens. Which we um, all said draft him. Yeah, he wasn't available in the Jags pick. Um, Goddard was available. That would have been a good pick. Um, or Mark Andrews for the also the Ravens would have been a good pick there as well. 
Do you think Hay- does does Hayden Hurst move the needle for you? I guess is the question. I mean, he really hasn't done a whole lot. No, and he even admittedly said that he would like a, to go somewhere where he has more opportunities to catch the ball. Oh well, heck, then. I mean, we're perfect for that. We need a dump off guy other than Fournette. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I would be okay with that, I guess. At least that's a guy who has shown he can produce in college and has a good grade overall. I, I really have not watched him at all in the pros, honestly. So. Well, he hasn't played a lot, and he is 28. It's not like he's like 23, yeah. right? So um, so I guess the next question would be, like, what would you be comfortable giving up for him? Because, I mean, we have a lot of picks. We do. It'd have to be a pick deep next year. Maybe our second round pick next year. Would you trade this year's 22nd pick? No. Would you trade this year's second round pick? Yes. Okay, so that's your value for him is about a second round pick. Yeah, I, I, yeah. that's worth that. I don't know if he is to me. I'm not a big Hayden Hurst fan. I love that he's from Jacksonville. Uh, I love that he's a two-sport athlete. I love that he's athletic. But I just think we have to fix that position. It's a necessity. Yeah, I just don't know if Hayden Hurst is the answer. I think he is a possible answer, and he is a solution, but I don't know if he's the answer. So you're going to trust Caldwell once again to go third, fourth, fifth round and try to pull a gem out of... Well, that. sometimes he does, sometimes he can't. I mean, not at tight end, he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, that's a spot do we give not... Josh Oliver more time. I mean, <laughs> I, I more time. What? Like he'll actually play this coming year? Yeah, maybe you give him another year. I, I just look. I, Hayden Hurst has never blown me away. He's never been a guy who's moved the needle for me. He just he, he's, he's he's okay. I mean, is he any better than James O'Shaughnessy? I like O'Shaughnessy. I think O'Shaughnessy, O'Shaughnessy hadn't gotten too. hurt last yeah. year. I, I probably wouldn't be having this conversation and, with him. And Seth DeValve is 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 forecast. I mean, he's going to be a free agent next year. And, I mean, he's like a top 10 tight end, a free agent tight end. I mean, there's not a lot of tight ends out there. And That's kind the of the Jags point, though. really messed up when they didn't draft one when they should have um, multiple times over. But I just don't think Hayden Hurst is the answer. Okay. Uh so once again, that's limbo position. Yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, they missed their window. I mean, football is all about hitting your window. So you would not be good with them going all in on Hooper. I don't. I would love Hooper here, and I think he's probably one of the best free agents available out of all the free agents coming up. And there's a lot of good quarterbacks too. But I just don't see him coming to Jacksonville. He's a he can. A lot of teams are going to be trying to pay him top money. Like what? I mean. You throw two mil on top of whatever they're offering. Why wouldn't he come here? Because it would be have to be like two million a year for the next five years. Okay, and that would be without the signing bonus. And I know it doesn't count toward the cap, but I mean, you're looking at a swing of bringing in a guy like Hooper. That's probably going to be five years, seventy million. But that's always the case with free agents. If he's our one free agent, like expenditure, like our like our our, our go to like. Why not? Because there's so many holes we can't mm. afford to throw the rest of That's our what we cap. Have all our draft picks for, and we're not going to do anything on defense. Yeah, but you you have to <laughs> you have to draft you you have to address interior defense. I line. know you've got to. I mean, you with Campbell, you hope Taven Bryan can replace Campbell. Oh, he's going to have to. But Darius, I mean, you have to address that in the draft or free agency. Which you can get in the third or fourth round easily. You don't want a starting D lineman in the Dude, third round. Dude, just get rounds. a big, burly... You're going to... 
I don't know. I mean, you got to. There's address, no way they're fixing all their issues. You got to address my point. defensive back. You got to address free safety. You got to address a linebacker. You got to address wide receiver. You got to address I mean, offensive line. There's too many holes to throw. I mean, you're gonna have to do a bunch of these little Jake Ryan signings to fill your roster out. Okay. Well, here's the alternative then that goes with my theory of offensive drafting only. You know, so we don't. We signed Yannick again. We've got Allen. We work on Campbell's deal. So we've got an amazing pass rush and an offense that puts points on the board, putting other teams in a forced passing situation. So we don't have to worry about the run defense. And we got guys that get to the quarterback when they're in pass situations. I don't see a scenario where if we bring in Gakwe back, that through the draft, we instantly have an offense that puts teams in passing situations. Wow. I think the best you could do if you re-signed Ngakwe, that would take up all your cap room. The best you could do would be to draft a wide receiver in that first pick. Sure. So wide you draft Jerry Judy. So you have Chark, you have Jerry Judy, you have Fournette, you have Minshew, and you have the offensive line that we had last year with maybe, with maybe the, the 22nd pick coming in. But that offense isn't going to be much of an improvement in one year from last year. Maybe two, three years down the road, yes. But next year, a third-year DJ Chark, a first-year Jerry Judy, a second-year Gardner Minshew, an offensive line that was putrid last year, Fournette, who's injury-prone, that's not an offense that's going to make your make the team you're playing pass the ball, especially with a defense that you didn't upgrade at all that couldn't stop the run last year. In fact, the defense got worse. You lost Jake Ryan, so... <laughs> <laughs> You're worse now. So we're pretty much done. No, you way. lost Campbell and you lost Darius. I mean, that's Campbell's not going anywhere. Okay. He's not. But he's not going to play at the level he's been at the last no. couple of years. So you're still a liability against the run. Teams are just going to run the ball down our throats again next year. And so I, I get when people are like, you have to address the interior defensive line because we can't just give up 200 yards a game on the ground. So it, okay. we have a lot of holes. We have a lot of holes. I mean, this roster is is probably a C minus roster right now. And, and that's you, the problem. you don't take a C minus roster and yeah. make them an A roster overnight. It takes okay. a couple years. So do you take a C minus roster on both sides and bring them up to C pluses on both sides? Or do you make one side a B plus? If you're building for a future contender, you bring them up at the same time slowly. If you're trying to keep a team in the city, and sell tickets. Well, therein lies the way. problem because yeah. you have an entire coaching staff that's got a year left. Yeah, I agree. You're so, looking I mean, at probably Jay Gruden being the coach by week six. Easily. And that's obvious. I mean, it's it's a predicament for sure. So um, we're going to suck next year. Yeah, I think so. But we will get some clarity next year. We'll get clarity on Minshew. We'll get clarity on Foles. We'll get clarity on Leonard Fournette. Um, we'll know what it's happening with Ngakwe. We'll know what's happening with Calais Campbell. We'll know what's happening at with AJ Boye. Yeah. Like we kind of, we'll know what's happening with the head coaches. Like you talked about, we kind of need next year to shape our future and we need to make sure we do it the right way. Um, and so we'll see, we've got a lot of picks coming up. So we're either going to be trending up or we're going to be trending down and trending down would be one of the worst things that this could happen to this city. Agreed. One thing I am glad about, though, is that we're not in the market for a quarterback because we have to figure out what we got. Because yeah. the Tua situation scares the living crap out of me. Yeah. And I don't get 
I don't, I don't get how he's being mocked. I don't get all the talk for him, man. The guy was amazing before he got hurt multiple times. Yeah. He's still got a great football IQ, great arm, all that good stuff, makes good decisions. Well, but, dude, he's had some serious injuries, and yeah. they're still talking about taking him third, fourth, fifth. I mean, does that not scare you? I think what scares me more is his intangibles. He's he's so, he's not that big. He's only six foot, and he's not that athletic. I mean, he's not that athletic. I mean, he's he's the size of Baker Mayfield, but he's not the mobility of Baker Mayfield. No. I mean, he's got a better arm and reads the defense well. And in college, you would think he's one of the best you've ever seen. Then you throw in his injury history, like you said. I wouldn't want to touch Tua. No. I'm glad the Dolphins are going to take that experiment. Which is great. great. Good for them. Classic you know? Dolphin. Yeah. Um, for me, look, I think the Jags are in a good quarterback position right now. They got two quarterbacks that could potentially do – look, you, Foles is, is a valuable piece. People hate on Foles all you want. If you're sitting on Foles as your backup week four it's next amazing. year amazing, and, and a good team's quarterback goes down, guess who's going to trade a – First or second round pick for Nick Foles. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's a bargaining chip. Hold yeah. on to that thing. Yeah, you do not play let that, him go. Play that close to the chest. I don't care what his contract is. You know, you're telling me if the Green Bay Packers are 7-1 or 5-1 and one and Aaron Rodgers goes down, oh, they're not going to give a first or second round pick for they'll Aaron Rodgers. They'll give up whatever they have to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they'll do it. And, and it'll be great because it's a one-year deal. Um, and it's, some team's going to get desperate for him. And we're going to see what we have in Minshew. And I'm a Minshew believer. And I, I think Minshew too. could be the answer. So, and um, if he's not, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. I agree. So, one thing real quick. Did you see Burrow's tweet earlier yeah, about, about his, his hands? hands. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Like, I almost want to say, give all our picks and get him. I think every team would do that. But it's just... I know you can't do that. But, I mean... If you did, did if for RG3. I mean, the Redskins uh, traded... Every, I mean, they gave yeah, all Look how that worked out for him, though. It didn't. But, I mean, obviously, they're not the same quarterback. Um, Burrow is special. Anyway, his, his tweet, if you didn't see it, guys, it was basically saying that his hands are nine inches and he's going to have a hard time holding on to the ball, so please pray for him. That's <laughs> that what, awesome. what he said, which yeah. is great. Yeah, that was awesome. That was good. Well, anything else you want to add about the Jags? I mean, I, th- I was a salt coming off of the coming off of the bye weeks we did. I think that was pretty salt. No, it, was, it was good. I mean, it's yeah. a good, good intro to like really not like draft talk, but mm-hmm. kind of just overview. I'll yeah. obviously dive into it more position by position. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, good. I think yeah. we're gonna we'll dig into the prospects. Yeah. I mean, we've got plenty of time coming up before the draft. Um, thanks what? to all the fans that have been listening. Um, we didn't put out episodes for three weeks, and we just kept getting subscribers and followers, which is incredible to me. Like we have done nothing, and the subscribers and followers just kept. Well, I think people in. are looking for good content. Yeah, especially yeah. now because you're not getting anything. That's true. But we are going to get you guys more involved. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, we're going to be throwing out some poll questions and some questions on our next. Um, I think the next show should be nothing but answering. It will be viewers' yeah. questions. And, and I'll go ahead and, and, and tease this. Um, we talked about on our last episode. We are confirmed. We are doing our live draft episode. Oh, yes. So we're doing our live draft episode. We'll give you more details about that. It was so much fun last it, year. So much fun. And you. So much fun for the people there, too, because they got yeah. to come oh, on. Yeah. I was going to say, if you live in Jacksonville or are going to be in Jacksonville for that time, come out because we legit have a microphone set up that's an open mic for fans. And we just cycle people in. and It was a blast. It, it, it's great. You put the headset on. You can hear everyone talking. Yeah. You're on the podcast. You're on the video. Uh, give your two cents. It, it, look, it's about the fans. Can um, we give the location yet, or is that up? Uh, 
Are um, you working on multiple this time? No, I mean, I think we know it, but um, yeah, we're, it's, it's, it's probably going to be an engine 15 again, not like we had it last year. But uh, we don't, you know, we'll, we'll get all of that. You never know. Today. We got plenty of time for sure. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we appreciate it. Make sure to support our sponsors, follow everything, all the social medias, do all that. And um, it's been a great, great time here with you, Joey. I appreciate you being here. Nah, man. Awesome. Looking forward to next week. Yeah, for sure. Um, thanks for listening. And as always, go Jags. Go Jags.